We're here today with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. And Pastor, we got to talk. It's been a lot of conversation about the recent things with Kanye West. And uh, especially now since it's inside the church. And we just got to answer some questions, Pastor. Yeah, um, I wanted to uh, really do this interview because I, I've, I personally feel like a lot of people are genuinely confused and uh they they for the lack of teaching you know the build up to this moment where the superstar has come into the church the superstar mentality the you know all of those things it's almost like the way was paid for this to happen a long time ago it was progressive and now we have a situation where people are you know they're concerned about Kanye's salvation, but they don't know where to draw the line. Like, is this the way a person is saved? Is this, this how, you know, this display, is this how you give your life to the Lord? I mean, is this the way it's supposed to be done? So I felt like even after doing it, you know, we we have the videos online where I did it and uh, I spoke about it in the service. Then I also uh, did a, a short clip about it or whatever, but that's before he actually started using churches. You know, he was out, he was doing Coachella. Then he was, you know, kind of out doing other things. But now he's inside the church with his, you know, with with all of it. So I felt like, you know, it's we need to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Well, we got some great questions that people share with us. And we're going to give you the opportunity to kind of stretch out on them and kind of give us some understanding. So our first question is, as Christian leaders... What should our stance be about this Kanye issue? Should we condemn him, his followers and any pastors that connect with him? Or should we work on converting him and his followers? What should we do? Well, uh, we got to first establish an authority. Okay. And that's what I always do as a minister of the gospel, as a preacher of the gospel. I can't go by public opinion. I can't go by societal norms. I can't go by how people feel. I have to establish an authority before I can, you know, uh, like you say, stretch out on uh, a, a very, you know, on a topic. Right. And here we have to establish the authority. Who is the authority here? It's Jesus Christ. Yes. He's claiming that he has accepted Jesus Christ. So he's now in the zone of who Jesus Christ is and what Jesus expects. So. We got to really say, you know, we got to really know what Jesus said about it. We got to mm-hmm. know Jesus's truth about it. Okay. That's where we have to start. So, you know, I know how pe- I know people have their own feelings. And most of the time, as a as a community, we uh, judge things by how we feel. Right. So we don't want to put Kanye down because we don't want nobody putting us down. <laughs> we don't want to close the door on Kanye because we don't want the door closed on us right. or our kids, right. you know, so to speak. So what we do is we just make allowances for him and we don't want to judge because we don't want to be judged because the Bible says don't judge. So you won't be judged. Okay. Well, that's not really what it said. It said, judge not that you should not be judged, meaning the way you judge is the way you're going to be judged. Mm-hmm. Well, righteous judgment We're all judged by that and we're all judged by the word. So if Jesus Christ is the authority here, then we're all judged by 
the word. Right. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And then the word became flesh, according to the Bible, which was Jesus Christ. Right. So if Christ is a word, then this whole conversation, interview, whatever you want to call it, has to be based on what the word is saying. OK, exactly. so let's let's. You know, go to your question. People might have forgot your question, but you were, you were asking what, what should our stance be? Right. So once we establish the authority, let's understand something that Jesus did this before. He was tempted by fame. The devil offered him fame. He mm-hmm. offered him a platform right. uh, on the mount when he tempted him. Mm-hmm. Jesus turned it down and said, the kings of this world are not mine. Basically, he told him, get behind me, Satan, all of that. He's like, you know. That's uh, you're going to only worship the Lord, thy God. You're not going to lift me up right now. And so he was really saying, I'm turning down the world because the world's fame is not important to me. So we got Christ turning down fame. He resisted it. And in my uh, video I just did, I released a video series called Temptation. Yes. And I talked about that. And I talked about mammon. And a lot of people today think they are serving God, but they're really serving mammon. Mm -hmm. Uh, The word tells us that you cannot serve God and mammon. You Mm -hmm. cannot serve two masters. Well, what is mammon? Well, mammon is the money God. It's the love of money or money of fame uh, or fame. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time because people ask me, well, how do I know if I'm serving God or serving mammon? Well, let's do some mammon tests. There's a mammon test. Okay. Mm -hmm. If money tells you what you can say or can't say or what you can do or can't do, then you're serving mammon. Okay. Okay. So we know Kanye cannot say certain things. Mm. He cannot publicly go against the LGBT or he won't have his platform. He cannot publicly go against certain, you know, certain things. He can't go against his old music or he loses his record deal. He can't go against this, what Jay-Z is doing, what Beyonce is doing, even though we know they're representing sin or they're promoting sin. He can't speak out on it or he'll lose his status, his, his status. So we know, is this Christ or is this mammon? Because Mm. the Bible tells us that Jesus went against the scribes, the Pharisees. He went against everyone. Why? Mm -hmm. Because truth was more important than money. Mm -hmm. But when money becomes more important than truth, then we're talking about somebody serving mammon. And and this is the real, I mean, test. You know, when you're offered the world, but the result of it is going to be the destruction of many lives and souls, you serve mammon. So you were offered an opportunity to make music and you chose to make music, calling yourself a God. You chose to talk about selling yourself sold to the devil. You mm-hmm. chose to talk about sin, sex, and you're leading millions and millions of kids astray. Millions and millions of kids are going to hell because you have promoted hell or the devil in a way that it was attractive. Gotcha. You did that for money. So we know you serve mammon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you, this is, and there's another one, I keep saying this is the one, but this is really the one, where you perform rituals, yeah. Illuminati rituals that promote sin, all for the sake of selling music and fame, you serve in mammon. Yeah. So the real question is, when you say, how should we approach this? Mm-hmm. Well, what God is it that you've come to? Mm-hmm. Which Jesus Christ is it that you come to? You give your life to Christ and you selling socks and shoes and clothes out in front of the church, in the church. You selling everything. Then you promoting your music. Then you exed out the preaching. And it's all about music. So this tells me that though you may have had a mind change, has your heart really been changed? Because if your heart's been changed, you would do what Christ did. And that is turn the world out.
Right. Well, I remember, and I'm glad you mentioned that series, because I remember in the series you talked about the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. And that really seems to apply a lot in this situation. It applies a whole lot. It's mm-hmm. the identical situation. The rich, I call it the rich young ruler syndrome mm-hmm. is when you can't turn down worldly fame for Christ. The rich young ruler came to Christ and said, hey, man, you know, I'm known. I, w- I just want to be down with you, Christ. And Christ <laughs> said, oh, OK, well, have you obeyed the commandments? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been doing everything right. You mm-hmm. know, so, so can I be down with you? He said, OK, but one thing he said, give everything you have away so that you can have riches in heaven. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, all of us, me and the disciples, we hanging. We don't have all that stuff. Right. So if you're going to be with us, then give it all up. Give, matter of fact, I mean, basically what he was saying was give up the worldly fame mm-hmm. or the name. Mm-hmm. That you've made for yourself right. and come follow me. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said he couldn't do it. The Bible said he looked at Christ, his countenance fell. He walked away sadly, mm-hmm. turned Christ away to keep his worldly fame. That's the rich young ruler syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of that story is when he got with the disciples, he was like, man, this dude really messed up because if he had if, if he had given it all up, he said, I would have given him a hundredfold more. All right. But he couldn't give it up because his name, his fame, all of that was attached to it. So, yeah, it definitely applies to the rich young ruler story. So the big question, because everybody's talking about, oh, but he's a soul. <laughs> so do you well, believe souls on your street? Um... Souls next door. <laughs> souls on your job. Here's the big one. There's okay. souls in your house. True. These True. folk more worried about Kanye than their own kids. Because if you worried about your kids, Kanye wouldn't even be allowed in your house. Well, the question is, (laughs) do you believe he is saved and just growing into salvation? Is that what it is? I mean, growing into salvation. Do we grow into salvation? (laughs) The Bible says when we repent, we have to do works meet of repentance, Mm -hmm. meaning repentance means turn to turn away from something. Mm -hmm. That's not something you say with your mouth. We can all say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. The Bible also says that with their mouths, they draw close to me, but their hearts are far from me. That means that we can't keep our hearts for ourselves but speak something different. We can't have our mouth saying God or Lord, Lord, like the Bible puts it. Mm -hmm. But then our heart is still about riches and fame and platforms and crowds and audiences and merchandising. Mm -hmm. It, 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 you know, they don't, they don't go together. So the Bible says we got to do this, but what is Kanye saved from? If he, if, if, if he saved, what did you get saved from? Like if you're saved from your sin, Mm -hmm. then are you going to denounce the sinful music that you're still selling? If you're saved from your sin, are you going to stop them from playing butt naked women videos that you made? All the beats and rhymes you made of Kim Kardashian and the, and the Kardashians. If you really save, are you going to stop promoting the LGBT because your father in law is a father in something? A mother in father something, something in pumps. So are you are you going to are you going to do that? Because turning away from sin is accepting Christ. When we accept Jesus as our savior and our Lord, that means he becomes first. So what we were doing that promoted the enemy and the kingdom of darkness, the Bible says, have no fellowship with Mm -hmm. the unfruitful works of darkness. So then my next question is, why? Why are our preachers and the church embracing this? Why are they allowing it inside the house of the Lord? Well, you mean why are the deceived teachers embracing it? 
because a true teacher of God or a true man with discernment that is supposed to be leading God's people would know that this is something we, you know, that, that, that is driven by selfish ambition, okay. which cannot be a name named among us because in order to come to Christ, we must first deny ourselves. Yes. That's the opposite of selfish ambition. Mm-hmm. But what has happened, Carmina, is a lot of preachers or pastors have become so ambitious that they forgot the denial part. This isn't about us. This isn't about the preacher. This isn't about you. This isn't about what you drive, where you live. This isn't about you gaining ground in the eyes of people. This is about Christ saving us and saving us from sin. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I mean, mm-hmm. why, why do we even call it church if nobody is being saved from sin? Isn't sin the issue? Yeah. All the problems we have now stem from fatherless, fatherlessness, mm-hmm. where somebody got pregnant that shouldn't have, or somebody had a baby and didn't take care of them, mm-hmm. or somebody abandoned a child, or somebody aborted a child, or somebody did something because of sexual immorality, which is sin. So all of the issues now, the generation that is looking up to Kanye as a leader mm-hmm. are just like him, hurting because the father wasn't there to teach him. The father wasn't there. Immorality was there. And so immorality is our issue. So what is church if church isn't addressing immorality? If the church was addressing immorality, you know what Kanye West would do? He wouldn't go in it until he made sure he cleaned the immorality in his music, in his promotion and all the stuff he did prior. He would clean all of that up because the church would require it. The church isn't requiring it now because it's just not. The, the flavor of the month anymore. And so this is what is causing the issue. Mm-hmm. And then also the Bible tells us how to judge uh, uh, false teachers. Mm-hmm. We judge them by their fruit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what is fruit? Fruit is our actions. Yes. It's the it's the cause and effect. So we judge him by the cause and effect. So if right. somebody's just coming in church, selling merchandise, singing songs, making everybody cry and all that kind of stuff. Lucifer did that in heaven. Isaiah 14 and 11. That's Mm -hmm. what he was doing. Mm -hmm. So we know that can be done. We know for years folks have sung gospel music, but haven't lived gospel music. We know that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we know that can be done, but the fruit has to show, meaning a true sincere heart would not still want to be lifted up once they gave themselves to the meek and lowly savior who causes us to deny ourselves Mm -hmm. to follow him. He said, if any man come to me, let him first deny himself, Mm -hmm. take up his cross, which is, you know, denying the privilege that we once had and then follow him. This is, this is how, you know, somebody saved according to the Bible. And Mm -hmm. like I said, all we got to go by is what the word said. And so we, we, we can tell, you know, how you feel, Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, we all got feelings. (laughs) That's why God left the word so that we can judge things right. You know, righteously. Absolutely. So this is being called a movement. So do you feel that this movement was created to go against the church? Do you think that was the purpose? Yeah, I believe this is a move of Antichrist. Okay. The Bible said there are many Antichrists, right? And so the mixing and merging of all beliefs is tolerance to prepare us for the one world uh religion that the Bible spoke of. Okay. Everybody believing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not that all beliefs will be exactly the same. All beliefs will just agree with each other. Gotcha. 
Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So there will be no no belief that goes against another belief. Mm-hmm. It would be tolerance. That is the one world belief where none of our beliefs hurt anybody's belief. So why do we even have a belief? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but that's basically what it is. Well, okay. Christianity is the counterculture that is against tolerance. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just is strange that Kanye would say that he believes in Christianity. Yes. But he can't answer the question, how did Jesus feel about homosexuality and the LGBT and transgenders? Mm -hmm. How does he feel about your music that you made? Mm -hmm. You know, how does he feel about the music that you're making for others? How does he feel about the music? Now you're talking about this this gospel album that's coming out, supposedly. (laughs) I'm talking about the music you make for other people, the music your friends in the industry are making. Mm -hmm. You can't speak out against any of them. So that's what I'm saying. If this is true conversion, then we would see him take a stand for Christ if Christ is who you are, you know, who, who you've accepted. So that's why I do believe it's a move against the church to make us all just kind of believe that there is really no standard. There is really no, you know, we can kind of do what we want and really to take the identity away. Kind of like Kurt Franklin says with the no rules, no religion. Let's just make it. I'm just happy he came to Christ. You ought to be just happy. Y'all ought to be just happy he came to the Lord. He came to the Lord. You ought to be glad there's another soul. Well, isn't the point of coming conforming to Christ? Mm-hmm. Or are you just coming so Christ can have some numbers? Christ ain't concerned with numbers. The Bible said he only had 12. So, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I do believe this is a move of the Antichrist that is 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 getting us ready for that one world, one world, you know, belief system. So, Pastor G, let's talk about this for a moment, because, again, we're seeing all of this with the whole Kanye situation. And that's because these are our mega churches. These are the big churches that have the big platforms, that have the social media presence, the cameras, the things like that. But like you mentioned a moment ago, there is a remnant. Mm-hmm. And those are the smaller ministries that we don't see a lot of what they have on going on each Sunday, but they're still pushing to make sure they're delivering the word of God. How would you encourage encourage them in a situation like this where it seems like that's the element that's taking over the church, but they know they're hearing from God and trying to press forward? How would you encourage them? Well, the encouragement comes from from your purpose. Okay. You, you You stay true to what you were called to do and you don't allow uh, the enemy fame or platforms or the need or the desire to be bigger. You don't let that into your heart, but you stay the course that God has placed you on. Um, this, that's one of the greatest uh, deceptions I believe in our time because so many people look at the mega churches thinking that all churches are that way. Mm-hmm. They see the movie stars, they see them, you know, compromising, they see them silent on certain issues and different things. And they think all churches like that, I'm not going to go or whatever the case. And there is a strong remnant that is still standing true. I'm in contact with a whole lot of uh, pastors that contact me, you know, asking me questions, wanting to know they remember me from the truth on hip hop series. And they just want to know, Hey, or they just want prayer. Hey, I'm just trying to stand, but it's getting harder and harder in this time. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, we're in the end time. It's going to be that way. The Bible says it's going to be that way. You know, once men become lovers of themselves, they can't love God. And once they love the world, the love of the father is not in them. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are now. And that's what the Bible says. So in this time, 
I, you know, my message, if I, if I had one to encourage him would be to stay true to your call and stay true to what God has called you to be, to do. And, you know, Kanye and these different things, though people may murmur and talk about it, mm-hmm. preach the gospel. Yes. Don't, you know, don't, <laughs> don't get sidetracked by it. You know, people see me on here talking about this stuff mm-hmm. and they think that's all I talk about. Yes. <laughs> but I pastor a church and I preach every Sunday and I'm not talking about this stuff on Sundays, you know, right. but they think I am because I'm doing this. Well, this is my assignment. It's been my assignment for 30 years. I, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I preach the gospel. I preach repentance from sin. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to live right. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to do what's right. Mm -hmm. I got to repent of my sin. So everybody needs to do that. You know, we, we trying to live right. So I preach those things Mm -hmm. and I preach a standard, a standard of God, God's standard that he set, that his son set. So this son that everybody's claiming, you can't claim the son without the standard. Mm -hmm. So pastors need to stay strong, you know, band together, stay tough in this last day. Don't let the bright lights, the lure of fame, and success, you know, don't let that draw you in, but stay true to it. And, uh, and God is going to, God, God is coming back and he's, he's going to get us out of here. Okay. Okay. And this question, we got a lot, Pastor G. And I, I, I have to ask you this one. The question is, how do we know that Kanye is not genuine? I believe he's 100% genuine. Okay. He's 100% genuine in what he wants to accomplish. Okay. Okay. He's genuine. He's okay. releasing a gospel album. Mm-hmm. He's doing a gospel tour. Mm-hmm. He's going in churches. He's selling merchandise. He's selling himself. He's changing audiences. Mm-hmm. He's he's tapping into a resource. I believe he's 100 percent genuine about that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're asking me, is he genuine about true conversion into Christianity? Then it goes back to what I said a little earlier. Okay. Uh, the, the the works will we'll prove that, okay. you know, the denouncing will prove that. But I I believe he believes, you know, he, he's bipolar and that's come out. I mean, it's not like I'm making that up. Right. He's 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 dealing with some mental issues. Mm-hmm. So I believe he could really be. I mean, some of these other preachers are like that. I mean, I look at Jamal Bryant, Jamal Bryant, let uh, RuPaul pray over him. So, I mean, these folk don't have I mean, so why can't he be genuine doing what he's doing? But it still doesn't mean that this is what God wants. And it doesn't mean that this is not an end time deception mm-hmm. that people are falling for. So we have to ask this question. What, what's the significance of it all? It seems like everybody's talking about it. Everybody's was it. Is it is it a thing <laughs> or is it just a ploy to sell the new music? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair question. You know, uh Kanye performed on Saturday Night Live yes. and he performed with Chance the Rapper and Kurt Franklin and he did a song called Ultra Light Beams, okay. which is talking about the light spectrum, Lucifer being the light bearer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that uh, uh, innuendo in the song, actually, because that's kind of Kanye has studied that okay. Lucifer in heaven and the, the you know, the music and the, the, the chakra manipulation and different things in the music or whatever, because there's an interview with him and David Letterman where he actually talks about it. Okay. But I talked about it in the truth on hip hop part eight Lords of discord, where I talked about the light spectrum, because we know on the light spectrum, sound becomes light. This okay. is, this is Lucifer, uh, uh, personified. So, you know, I believe that there was a time I mean, I believe that when he did that on Saturday Night Live, there was a uh, uh, a backstage rant that he went on. I don't know if you remember that. 
Hmm. He got upset because they changed the set on him. Okay. So they recorded the backstage rant. And in the backstage rant, he said he's more popular. He said, I'm more popular than the Apostle Paul. He said, I'm 50 percent more influential than the Apostle Paul. He began to name, you know, famous people, Michelangelo, different ones and saying, I'm on their level Mm -hmm. in this rant. Uh, So, you know, this this level of arrogance uh, tells us that self-denial has not taken place. And without self-denial, there's no way to come to Christ. You can't come to Christ if you're not ready to give yourself up. There's a lot of things I thought I wanted to do or I wish I could have done or I thought I was going to do. I gave it up for Christ. Same with you. You mm-hmm. could have been a DJ on the, the, the breakfast club. <laughs> you could have been up there slinging your hat in the mic with Charlemagne. But, you know, some opportunities we can't take right. for the sake of Christ because we have to, uh, uh, deny ourselves, And so I believe that this move has confused people because self-denial hasn't been taught to them. So when they see somebody making their way successfully, mm-hmm. they want to tap into it. So we're not going to speak against it. We're going to actually tap into it. Okay. And I believe that's, you know, that's what this is. That's the significance of this whole thing. I just think it's making us all or not making us, but it's making people want that because it makes them comfortable where they are. Okay. Now, one thing we got was uh, there were several pastors that were really questioning, is this something that should be in our churches? Is this something they should open the doors and accept? Mm. Yeah, because I just found out that Anthony Hamilton is doing a concert at the Potter's house. You just showed me that today. So I'm just, <laughs> right before we started shooting, I, you know, what is, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. You're a DJ. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you know that you are replacing gospel music with secular music once you bring, once you make secular music relevant in the church? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're erasing yourself. Mm-hmm. I said that for years. I was going back through some old stuff. And I remember back in, I think it was 2004 or five or something. The the GMWA, Gospel Music Workshops of America, posted me on their website and basically said I was a threat and I was messing up gospel music. What I was teaching back then that made them mad was y'all need to leave the secular stuff alone, because if you promote the secular, you're going to lose your relevance. Meaning if you're trying to sound like the secular Walk, act like the secular, look like the secular, compete with the secular, but you promote the secular, Mm -hmm. you're going to erase yourself. Mm -hmm. And now that's what we're seeing. This does not belong in the church. Secular music does not belong in the church. The church has its own music. The most of the secular got what they do from the church. So why is the church getting it from them? And, you know, I talked about it in part eight of the True Pine Hip Hop frequencies mm-hmm. and frequency manipulation. I, I showed a, I did a uh, experiment in that video where we showed someone actually just speaking to a glass with rice and water in it. And it was three different glasses. And one of them they spoke positive to one of them they spoke negative to and one of them they didn't speak to at all. And the one they spoke positive to, this is a glass of rice mm-hmm. over time. It blossomed and turned into sake. Mm. The one that they spoke negative to turned black the one that they turned, that they totally ignored, rotted and stunk. Mm-hmm. Now, can rice understand words? 
<laughs> no, it was the intent of the person speaking. That's how frequencies work. There's an intent behind it. Mm -hmm. That's how music chose you. People think they chose music. You didn't choose music. Music chose you mm -hmm. because there was an intent that came through the music that you weren't aware of. Mm -hmm. It was beyond our understanding. It was supernatural. It's an intent. That's how powerful music is. So mm -hmm. when you take secular music, even if you change the lyrics, Carmina, mm -hmm. and try to sing it in the church, the intent behind it stays with it. The intent of the heart. Just like David, and I talked about that in my first video, David planned for Saul. It was David's intent that chased the evil spirit away from Saul. He was playing music, but the intent or the heart of the author was with the music. It's a frequency thing that's beyond our perception. And so the church has to be careful what they allow, what they sing, what they do in the church. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is more than just he need to be saved. Man, there's some stuff going on here that if you're not well versed in it, you're right. going to be deceived by it. Yeah. And that's why we got 12 videos, mm -hmm. Truth Behind Hip Hop video that explain all of this, the frequencies, the intent, all of this stuff. Because years and years ago, God was trying to prepare us for this moment. Right, right. And I'm glad you said that. You, I quote you in saying that all the time, the music carries the heart of the author. Mm -hmm. You shared that with us many videos ago and it's, it, I've seen it. Yep. Too many times. Yep. But I got another question for you. And this one is, why has this sparked such a huge debate? We're getting calls at the radio station. I'm seeing people on social media arguing. I mean, this has sparked such a big, a full-fledged fight. Why is that the case? Well, if people don't use the word for their daily lives, mm -hmm. how are they going to use the word to de decipher this? And that's the issue. Okay. The word isn't being used. So people that are arguing are arguing their hearts, what they mm -hmm. think and what they feel. That's what mm -hmm. social media is for. So we can all, you know, because I block a lot of people and they get upset and they don't understand. They're like, you block me. I can't believe you block me. Well, brother, that's my privilege. I don't right. I don't want that on my timeline. Right. My timeline stays positive. Right. I don't need you chiming in. I've been doing this 30 years. Mm -hmm. So I don't need you. You done went on YouTube and researched for a week. And now you think you know something. YouTube is not research. YouTube is as tainted as any information. Right. Brother, I studied books before there was a YouTube. So don't come on my timeline timeline talking about what you saw somebody say on YouTube, a robot voice with some words on the screen. <laughs> Brother, please. So so when I block people, they get all offended mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, you just but you don't understand. I keep it positive because I'm keeping it word based. So if what you say don't line up with the word, it didn't, it's not going to be on my timeline. I'm that strict about what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to discuss something, all I'm going to use is scripture. I may feel a certain way. I think Kanye West is an awesome musician. Mm -hmm. The dude is talented. I'm not taking that away from him. He's a genius. Mm -hmm. I, I would never take that away from him. I don't listen to him and I don't buy his shoes because he calls people call him Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's blasphemous to me. He's posed with a crown of thorns. He's he even said, and I put it in one of my videos, he sold his soul to the devil for fame. So Carmina. If you sell your soul to the devil for fame mm -hmm. and then get famous, then you get saved. Mm -hmm. Was that God's plan? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next question. Please. We just had to let that marinate for yeah, a minute. That, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, why is it that so many people are defending him? And then again, this is our church people. They're just like 
fighting tooth and nail for this whole thing. I like to call it the Cain and Abel syndrome. Okay. That's, that's, it's, you know, and I'm trying to use biblical examples of this. Cain thought he could give God any old sacrifice. Right? He Mm -hmm. thought because I think it's good, Mm -hmm. God ought to take it. Right. Abel gave God, you know, uh, uh, livestock Mm -hmm. or something that was pleasing that would send up a smell to heaven. Right? right? Mm Cain gave him potpourri or something like that. It was some leaves or something. I don't know. Fruit, fruit. I think it was fruit. God wasn't pleased with his sacrifice, but God told him, say, all you got to do is what Abel's doing. If you do what Abel's doing, he said, you, you be good. He said, but sin is waiting to pounce on you. So what you going to do? Well, we know what Cain ended up doing. And that's where the argument is coming from. Cain was mad and he killed Abel because Abel's sacrifice was acceptable. That's what people do. When you teach truth and you have proof of it or when you make good, when you make better decisions than people make and they make bad ones, then when they come up with something like this, they want to make what you're doing bad or they want to throw shade on it in some kind of way. They want to corrupt it because of how they feel about their own situation. And that's what Cain did. But I'm here to tell everyone God does not accept any old sacrifice. He said obedience is better than sacrifice. So that means the only sacrifice he's into is obedience. So your voice, Mm -hmm. your musical ability, your drum machine beat laying, none of that is is important to God as much as your obedience to him. He said in the word obedience is better than sacrifice. So don't get mad. Mm -hmm. Give him what he wants. He wants obedience. Yes. And you mentioned it a little earlier. You've covered this long before any of this ever even took off. I want to I want to revisit that for a moment. And I want you to share with the people what the Lord gave you concerning this. And again, this was <laughs> forever ago. I mean, you spoke about this and we we, we heard you, mm-hmm. but I don't think we thought it would get to this point And then this quickly. So kind of talk about that, what the Lord gave you. Yeah, well, in 1998, um, you know, that's when I first spoke the vision that God had given me about uh, the music, mm-hmm. the power of the music, Lucifer being in heaven, uh, Isaiah 14 and 11, how he got lifted up with his music. Basically, he wanted to take over with music. Right. So he wanted, you know, he didn't want the word to be the source of, of everyone's glorification. He wanted talent to be the source. Okay. And so when he fell down to earth or whatever, this same spirit gets in people and we want our talent to be equivalent to the word. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same uh dynamic or dichotomy that's in that, that was in heaven at the time. Jesus being the word, Lucifer being the talent, the talent wanted what the word was. Mm-hmm. That's why when he came down to earth and he got on the mount, he tempted him with you know, with that. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're in my realm now. He said, I'll give you all of this. And the Bible said it was his to give. He was right. the God of this world, Lucifer, right. mm-hmm. uh, uh, Satan. So he offered it to Jesus because he's like, dude, I, I want you to take this that was given to me. Well, in heaven, the same thing was going on. And so he was kicked out with a third of the angels. He was able to deceive them with the power of his music. Mm-hmm. And even now, people, the power of music has got us here. It's got us 
even talking about this right now, Carmina, the, the power of music, the power a guy has with music, not even gospel music. This dude has done. Kanye has done some of the most profane, said some of the most profane things, done the most profane Illuminati rituals I've ever seen. He has a whole song where he's talking about I am a God. And at the end, he manifests a demon. I showed that in my part nine video manifest a demon screaming and different things. So I believe those demons are still in him. I believe he wants some sort of freedom. But this is what I believe. And this is the rich young ruler syndrome. Mm -hmm. I believe he took what the devil offered and got the fame. And now to complete it or to feel better about it, he wants to add Christ to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. When the rich young ruler tried to do that, God, Christ made a dividing line. Mm -hmm. You give that up and be with me because of the way you got it. A lot of people are doing that now, Carmina. A lot of people are selling out, selling their soul to the devil. A lot of them are. A lot of gospel artists, famous gospel artists, whatever, they're being quiet on this issue, that issue. They're basically selling out to where they can't preach the truth of the word. But they still want to stamp Christ on it so they can feel better about it. God showed me this back in 1998 that we would be having, have, we would, there would be a need for this conversation. There would be a need for all 12 of those truth behind the pops. There would be a need because there is a remnant. There's a group of people that want the truth. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be deceived. We're in the end times and this is the end of it. And it's happening just the way the Bible said. Men will become lovers of themselves, high minded, thinking more of themselves than they should. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. This is what the word said. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power, the power of what? The power to actually change. The Bible told us this would happen. I saw it years ago and I've been preaching it. I've been preaching it hardcore. I've been following what God has told me to follow. I've been saying it. I haven't stuttered. I've been saying it. And there is a remnant of people that want it. We're shooting this video. I'm looking at the camera. We're shooting this this interview right now because there is a group of people, a remnant of people that are going to be saved. They want this truth. No matter how hardcore it is, no matter how much it goes against our agenda, no matter how it makes us feel, I want this truth. And I've been warning the church that it's going to happen. And it is happening. It's happening right in front of our eyes. But I just want to, you know, before we close, I definitely want to thank God for I guess, giving us foundation so that in the end times, we won't be swayed. We won't be knocked off course. Mm -hmm. We will still have that desire to do it the right way, follow God. And we're not going to let TV, social media, fame, we're not going to let those things throw us off. And I think that's very important. So all that is, you know, all that have watched this, this is for the benefit. And I, we, I pray for Kanye. You don't have to tell me not to pray. I pray that somehow a real preacher will get to him. Somehow uh, somebody who doesn't have a selfish motive mm-hmm. looking to use him will actually speak truth to him. I pray for that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can't be down with a movement that isn't scripturally sound. Right, right. 
We want to thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget, visit us online at exministries.com.